podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. I'm Sam Keir, host of Hitman for Hire, a year in the life of a franchise cricketer. For the past 12 months, I've been talking to T20 star David Visa, getting his take from behind the scenes at the IPL, the 100 and the rest of the world's biggest leagues. That's the Donnelly view system deal. There's no <laughs> ways in my mind that was up. These guys don't know how to win at this stage. He had his driver pick him up in his Bentley. People start chanting your name. You kind of have to pinch yourself. Hitman for Hire, a year in the life of a franchise cricketer. Listen now, wherever you get your podcasts. Sport Social. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to The Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC on a Tuesday on which Liverpool will take on Wolves in the FA Cup and Guy Drinkle will have to podcast about said game while most of us just wait for it to be over. You know, nothing is good right now about the club. We are a mess. Jürgen continues to talk in riddles, talks about being loyal but not too loyal. Your track record shows you are too loyal, Jürgen. He said that if there is a chance to move some players on this summer, he will do that. But, I mean, Naby and Ox are already moving on. They don't count. I think a lot of people would like him to be talking about the captain moving him on. It won't happen. More likely, I think Joel Matip and Fabinho get moved on, and that, that might not be without without warrant either. But we're playing in the FA Cup tonight, so I thought what we'd do is we'd take a little trip down memory lane because misery loves company. And it's just sometimes fun to look back and laugh because, you know, when you hear people say, oh, these new fans, what would they have done during the Hodgson era? Well, first of all, the Hodgson era wasn't an era. It was a blip of six months only 12 years ago. The real question is, what would you idiots have done back in the 90s? Because we fucking suffered in the 90s. Liverpool won the FA Cup in 91-92 under Graham Souness. The following season, in the FA Cup, they drew... Bolton Wanderers. Bolton were in what was the the equivalent of League One at the time. We drew 2-2 away and we lost 2-0 at home. It was not a good time to be a Red. The following season, 93-94, we drew Bristol City, who at the time were in what is now the championship. We drew 1-1 away from home. 
and we lost 1-0 at home. The original game was meant to have taken place earlier in January and had to be abandoned because the floodlights failed, which will tell you what that era of football was like. Graham Souness was sacked three days after this game against Bristol, where we lost the replay. So at least some good came out of it. Following season, we needed a replay to beat Birmingham. We needed a replay to beat Burnley. We needed a replay to beat Wimbledon. And then we lost to Spurs. The following season, 95-96, we beat Rochdale, we beat Shrewsbury, we beat Charlton. We needed a replay to beat Leeds, but we did that. Then we went and we beat Aston Villa. And then we lost to Manchester United in the final. When David James came for a very simple cross, made a hames of it, and dropped it at the feet of Eric Cantona. Those of us old enough to remember that will never forget where we were. Because if you weren't in the stadium, you were probably in a pub somewhere. I know I was. The Flower Hill Lodge, Clerkins in Navan. Surrounded by Manchester United fans. A number of them related to me. I still remember every one of them that was there. Everyone that was sitting in the area, still remember them all. And the smugness and just how horrible they all were. The following season, 96-97, we beat Mighty Burnley and then lost to Chelsea. 97-98, yet again, an FA Cup adventure comes to an end early as we lose to Coventry in the third round at home. The next season is 98-99, the weird season where we have joint managers for a while. We beat Port Vale, and then we lose to Manchester United. And had we managed to hold on to the lead that we had going into the 88th minute, we could have ended their hopes of of a treble. But we didn't. York scored and Solskjaer scored. And if you ask United players and fans, they will tell you that was the moment they felt it became possible for them to go and win everything. It was our fault. 99-2000. We beat Huddersfield and then lost to Blackburn at home. You want to talk about bad times. And, and mention Julier. Like, these kids don't know what they're talking about. The, the Julier, or the, the, the mention Hodgson, rather. The Hodgson, it was over before it began. Here's another great run, because I, I missed a year. 1990-91. We played Blackburn in the third round and we need a replay to beat them. Then we played Brighton 
and we need a replay to beat them. Then we play Everton. The first game's a nil-nil. The second game ends 4-4 after extra time. And then we lose in the second replay. If anyone can advise me on why that second replay was played at Goodison. Because the home game, the first game was, we were drawn at home. Then the replay was at their place. The second replay surely should have been at Anfield. I've never understood why it wasn't. Maybe somebody can advise me on why. And of course, that's also the season that saw Kenny resign as Liverpool manager in between the first replay and the second replay. So the FA Cup, other than the season we won it under Souness in 92, uh, was an absolute horror show for us. Even that season that we won it. Beat Crew needed a replay to beat Bristol, needed a replay to beat Ipswich, beat Villa, needed a replay to beat Portsmouth on penalties, and then we beat Sunderland. We just got lucky we got such an easy draw. Crew, Bristol, Ipswich, and Pompey. If I'm not mistaken, they were all lower league teams. And I think Sunderland might have been as well. We got very, very lucky with the draw that year. Very, very lucky. The 90s were absolutely horrible to be a Liverpool fan. We were shit. (laughs) We were awful. We had that FA Cup final. We had the McManaman final in the League Cup where we beat Bolton. We had some woeful European games. Absolutely woeful. Do you know what? I'm bored. Let's go back through what we did in Europe. Um, 91-92. Was our, I think that was, that was our first season back. And we beat Lati, a, sweet, a, a Finnish team, 6-1. And that, was a, 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 that game was on TV. I remember watching that game. And there was something about, I think the back pass rule had just been changed, but they hadn't changed it in Finland because they were mid-season in September, like their season ran, or they were might have been at the end of their season or whatever. Something like that. We beat them 6-2 on, on aggregate. Then there was the brilliant game with Oxair where we lost the first leg 2-0 and came back and beat them 3-0. Um, we beat Tyrol 6-0 on aggregate. And then we lost to Genoa. I'll never forget when we played in Genoa and Thomas Scaravi and... Branco, the Brazilian left-back who ended up at Middlesbrough, just tormented us. Scaravi absolutely battered us around the place. 92-93, we played in the Cup Winners' Cup. We beat Apolline Limassol and then got thoroughly spanked 6-2 on aggregate by Spartak Moscow. Was that when Bruce Robler got sent off over there for handling outside the box? Was that that year? I think it was. I, th- I could be wrong. I think it was. Uh, 93-94, near a bit of European competition. 94-95, no Europe for us. 
95-96. We're in the UEFA Cup. We beat Spartak Vladikavkaz. This was a great time when you'd play in Europe and you'd draw some random team that you'd never heard of before because we didn't have the internet. So we couldn't just Google who the fuck are Spartak Vladikavkaz. So we just had to like wonder who we were playing. Uh, and then we lost to Bronby. Um, they beat us 1-0 at Anfield after a 0-0 draw in Denmark. So that wasn't fun. Cup Winners' Cup in 96-97, having won the League Cup the year before. Maipa of Finland were dispatched. Sion of Switzerland were dispatched. Bran of Norway were dispatched. Isn't that the game where Fowler scored that outrageous goal? Where in the one-one away game, and then PSG beat us three-nil away. We beat them two-nil at home, but it wasn't enough. And out we went. I didn't realize we actually were in the semi-final of the Cup Winners Cup that year. Didn't realize we'd gotten that far. Uh, PSG lost to Barcelona in the final. Uh, we likely would have been thumped by Barcelona had we meet, made such final. That was the Barcelona team that would win a cup treble under Bobby Robson with Il Phenomeno up front, um, just tormenting everybody he went up against. And uh, can't imagine it would have ended well against our defence of Bjorn Tork Varma, Phil Babb, Neil Ruddock, Dominic Matteo. No disrespect, lads, but... Mark Wright was about the only decent centre-back we had at the club that year. Uh, Moving on to 97-98. No Europe. Oh, we did. We played in the UEFA Cup that year. Oh, yeah. That was very forgettable. We played Celtic away, and McManaman scored one of the great goals in a 2-2 draw. We went through and away goals. And then Strasbourg beat us 3-0. We beat them 2-0 at home, but... It wasn't to be. Out we went. 98-99, again, UEFA Cup. We were a proper Thursday night team. Uh, this was like, These were Tuesday night games, though. Tuesday was UEFA Cup. Wednesday was Champions, or, yeah, Champions League. And Thursday was the Cup Winners' Cup until they scrapped it. This might have been the last season of the Cup Winners' Cup. Uh, we beat Kosis of, I think, Slovakia. Yeah, we beat them 8-0 in aggregate. Got all excited with ourselves. Then drew 0-0 at home to Valencia. Beat them, or sorry, drew 2-2 away and went through and away goals. And then Celta Vigo beat us 4-2 on aggregate. And just to compound things, we didn't have any Europe in 99-2000. But, but things were to change the following year, obviously. Gerard Houllier, 99-2000 was his first year in sole charge. He started to build things. The following year, we would go on and obviously win a cup travel, which was very, very nice. But yeah, like when people tell you that, you know, if it, you, you can't be a real fan if you didn't sit through the Hodgson era, just remind them that the 90s were was a whole decade of being really shit. Really shit. We won two trophies in that entire decade. That's abysmal for this football club. Abysmal. And neither of them were the... Well, then they were more important than they are now, but neither of them were a league title or a European trophy. 
Um, it was a, one solitary League Cup and one FA Cup run that was about as spawny as you can imagine and about as lucky as you can imagine. Who do we beat in that? This is, a, this is great radio. I need to see who we beat in that um, League Cup run. 94-95. Let's see. The Coca-Cola Cup. We beat Burnley 6 one on aggregate. For some reason, the second round had two legs back then. Uh, we beat Stoke in the third round. They were a lower league team, as were Burnley. Uh, we did beat Premier League Blackburn, 3-1. Uh, we beat Arsenal, 1-0. We beat Crystal Palace, 2-0 over, on aggregate over the two legs. Uh, Fowler scored both. Rush had scored against Arsenal. Rush got a hat-trick against Blackburn. Rush got two against Stoke. Redknapp, Fowler and Clough scored in the second leg against Burnley. Uh, Scales and Fowler, John Scales and Robbie Fowler scored in the first leg. And then McManaman scores both in the cup final. Um, Alan Thompson gets a a goal back for them, and it was what Alex Ferguson would term squeaky bum time between then and the end of the game. Yeah, that was it. That was the highlight. Like, they don't, people don't understand. Like, we'd sign these players, like, or even Le- Leonardson is a prime example. Ivan Leonardson was at Wimbledon, and he looked a decent enough player. Like, he looked all right, he didn't look anything special. He was just one of those random players that Wimbledon had brought to England from Norway, which was what they were wanted to do at the time. And he did all right. And then we spent a ton of money to bring him in in 97. And, like, you you know, you go to school, your mates were United and Arsenal fans. There was no Chelsea fans around then. There's no City fans. There'd be the odd Leeds fan or the odd Forest fan whose dad would have been would have become a fan when they were managed by Brian Clough or Leeds under Don Revy or whatever, and they would pass that down to the son or the daughter. But there was no there was no you, there was no Chelsea fan in your school. I remember there was one Blackburn fan the year after. He'd I don't know who he'd support, I can't remember who he'd support the year before, but he'd become a Blackburn fan because they won the league. Uh, but to his credit, he remains a Blackburn fan to this day. Um, but yeah you'd go to school and you'd have to pretend you were excited about having signed fucking Ivan Leonard's I'm telling you now if if you're too young to to have fully experienced what it was to be a Liverpool fan in the 90s consider yourself very fortunate the Hodgson era was an absolute breeze compared to that this was 20 times longer and worse because we had good players. Like we were always one or two players away from maybe contending for the title and we'd always replace the wrong players or buy the wrong players. The only highlights of that decade were that incredible players came through our academy. McManaman, Fowler, Owen, Carragher, Gerrard. That was it. That was it. 
I've gone long on this, so you can check out the main Liverpool websites for yourself today. Uh, this is AnfieldLiverpool.com. Do check out AnfieldIndex.com. There's a new article up there from Stephen Smith about Joe Gomes and our continual monitoring. He is obviously off to Wolves, likely to replace Matthias Nunes, who appears to be Anfield-bound. We have no fewer than three new podcasts up. There is a new Liverbirds. There is a new Under Pressure. And a new Pro Plus with Trev and Dave Davis. So do check those out. And uh, I'll see you tomorrow for something. Who knows? If, if we lose tonight, if we lose tonight, I'll probably be happier. Because I just I, I want us to be out of the FA Cup. And we need to focus on the league. We need to focus on the league. Top four is the only thing that matters. The only thing that matters now. Everything else is just excess noise. We've got to get top four. We've got to be in the Champions League. So I'll see you tomorrow. Enjoy tonight. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.